0: Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Go To There, 30 Rock Podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurbs that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. As always, I'm your host, Curtis Stone, and joining me is David Amon. And welcome to episode 68, season 4, episode 10, entitled Black Light Attack. Originally airing alongside last week's episode, uh, January 14th, 2010. David, if would please give us a quick summary slash synopsis of this episode.
1: Well, there are four plots again, but two of them are very closely intertwined, so we don't run into the same time issues we had last week. In the main plot, now that Danny has been around a while, Jack is really happy to have another quote-unquote man at the office, but so is Liz, and hijinks and Sue. Meanwhile, Tracy welcomes a woman into his entourage to start learning how to be a good father. Jenna gets an audition for Gossip Girl, but not for the role she expects.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I uh, I enjoy this episode, but it's one of those more subdued sort of in-between episodes I think. Like, there's a lot of laughs in here, but there's not really much that happens that uh, it's, it's mostly just sort of like a throwaway episode. Like, there's very little carryover from this into going into future yeah. episodes. It's just well, kind of almost like a fluff. You yeah, say
1: so I guess it's a filler episode in that there's not huge plot, long-term plot ramifications. But I think you also can, like associate the term filler episode with something that like is just filling out the order. And I mean, there are a lot of really, really good moments in this one. So, yeah. like, I wouldn't say filler in the derogatory sense. Just I guess yeah. in terms of it,
0: it, just like a fluff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which it does I mean, not all filler is bad. Not all fluff is bad, but. Uh, there's just I don't think this is one that's necessarily remembered fondly like if you just sort of were told like oh yeah this is the episode where X, Y, and Z happened you think like, oh okay and then you know be like, oh I don't remember uh, but it's not bad it's just it's part of the part of the deal I think but it's still enjoyable there's a lot of moments in here uh, the whole Liz like learning more about Liz's love life is a lot of fun because we really don't know much about it, and learning that she's not really into anything too physical—that kissing is basically just enough for that, her. Seems very unbranded, for very everything unbranded know about her. her. <laughs> but it's nice to sort of have that confirmed. Um, like, I guess the the most development is Jenna, in that she comes out of her real age. But I'm trying to think going forward. I still don't think that that really plays into anything. Like, I don't remember it being a big plot point going forward, uh, or anything that she has to really deal with her face again. So it's like, it's an important moment for the character, but it's also not really dealt with again. So it's kind of like, oh, that could have been a big moment. And, yeah. and I guess they're also still like, they. I feel like they could have still went the route of Jack and Liz potentially getting together uh, either by the end of the season or potentially the end of the series where he's confessing. Even though we know that he's confessing to Danny to persuade him to dump her, but... Given that they, they, there is always been a bit of a hint every season of maybe they'll end up together. I feel like, but I think the point of that is out. to constantly subvert it because they, yeah, I, I no, they, they never has any intention of that, actually. Right, but happening. I mean, like, I mean, a lot of sitcoms will always have like that, well, right, where they are, one not so, right. but it, so it's, it's subverting it, but subverting it's still like true. every season they've always potentially hinted at it and still subverted right. it. So, it's like maybe they're trying to subvert the subversion in that. Well, in the last three seasons, we've subverted it. So now, right, we're now we're going to subvert the subversion. This is now we're actually going to go into it, and it's like, well, no, it never happens. But it still is like, I feel like that's what they're kind of playing off of that whole thing. Um, which I'm, I'm happier that they go that route where they don't actually end up together or anything like that. But yeah, that's um, that's that's my read of of sort of a lot of that.
1: Yeah, My only issue with this episode is it's yet another Tracy storyline where there's bar- barely any scenes. There's like mm. two or three scenes stringing. It's, 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 he, he has a sea plot again and, he, and it's only a couple scenes stringing that together, which has happened a bunch of times yeah. this season at this point. I feel like I've like mentioned it several was, times. Maybe he
0: was doing a lot of movies around this time so he couldn't get on set as much. So. Yeah.
1: And this storyline, I think it's okay to not give it that much. Like yeah. This isn't like some of the others where I said where it would... It would be better if it were a bigger storyline, a different episode like yeah. this. Like it's, it's okay to have that brief. It's just just stood out to me that, like yeah, it was you know the same same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Again, in terms of time, in the time length. Yeah, I don't know. Episode. I've never
0: really. I mean, I think it's funny. Uh, it's often
1: the most throwaway storylines.
0: But yeah, like I feel like, I mean, this is most attention that the character of Sue I think yeah. gets in the entire series, and it's kind of like, well, maybe there's a reason she was never given that much attention or. I mean, she's not a bad actress, but it's like her main th- things is she just kind of sits around and she screams and it's like, well, I'm, it's not funny to me, but I don't know. Cause like the other development we get is when they go on hiatus, she goes back to uh, Denmark and she goes back into her old life of where she was playing a uh, detective. Like that's the most development that she gets going forward. So it's like, there wasn't much there to begin with anyway. I think it's Psychic Detective, I think, is what it is. Um, it's either Psychic Detective or Hindsight Detective. It's something like that where it's some weird... Hindsight like, Detective? I don't know. What like, I, do? <laughs> it's not, I think it's like one of those really bad CBS yeah. procedural kind of right. things or something. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, see, Tracy's plot is the most throwaway. Um, yeah, Jenna's could have been the one that really had the most development, but it's kind of squandered after this and never really is talked about again. But, I mean... This episode's a lot of fun and and there's a lot of moments in it, but like we said, it's just kind of filler, but good filler. Any other thoughts before we hop in? Let's hop in. All right, so the Cold Open is basically just going to set up the Jack, Danny, and Liz storyline.
2: Good show tonight, Mr. Jordan. Hey Kenneth, why aren't your teeth glowing in the black light? You'll have to ask the fellow who whittled
3: them for me. It's her, isn't it? I don't kiss and tell, Jack. Uh, because you're a gentleman, Danny. It's good to finally have another one of us around here. I'm just happy to be here. A month ago, I was doing a robot act on the street, so I know my place. I want to be TGS's Steve Nash. Come down from Canada, work hard, make the black guy look good. Could you just make a sports reference? You know how little of that I get here?
4: Look at me in the blacklight. It's Tron. Watch out, Sark. It's me, Flynn. Light, bike. Good job tonight, Danny. Robot Lorenzo Lamas was funny, as was Robot Ryan Seacrest and David Hasselbot.
1: Hey, it's the writing.
4: It's really not. So now that Danny's here, you actually come to the after-parties? It's
3: nice to have another man around for once.
4: There are other men... Oh, boy.
3: It's not what you think! It's something I need to wear to support my breasts! Lemon, I have season tickets to every sports team in New York. So close to the action, you feel like you're sitting in front of an HD television and they're wasted on you and your co-workers.
4: Why won't they put me on the Jumbotron? I've been doing cool stuff all game.
2: But my biggest problem with Quidditch is, if the Snitch is 150 points, why does anyone bother with the Quaffle?
0: He has a good point. Yeah, I, mean, if that, I, I think at that point, that was a fun reason. Like, it was like, oh, no one really thought about it. At this point, though, it's like... Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, I mean that's and such a what, tired defense. Is yes, this here,
1: what, early 2010?
0: Yeah, so the, I think the deathly hallows was coming near its end i think it had a couple it more would have shows. come out a couple of years deathly Hallows, oh, i think two, was 2011 yeah. I'm, I'm sorry movies movies yeah the, the, the book would have came out in like oh five or something no it was which one
1: the first book deathly hallows the the was the it really
0: 2005 because it was i feel like 2008 it was is hitting me for some reason Hold on.
1: maybe i'm like there was definitely one of the last books came out the year I graduated high school. Cause I remember reading it that summer before going to college. But, so um...
0: the Azkaban movie was two thousand six, no two thousand five. So the final book wouldn't have been two thousand five. I remember pre-ordering the final book off Amazon. Two thousand seven. Okay. Oh wow.
1: So it must have been. It must have been the. F- did they come out every two years? It must have, maybe it was the sixth one I read that summer. Then. But anyway,
0: um, yeah, I feel like every two years anyway. they released. Yeah. Anyway,
1: so 2007. So it had been out a couple years. Yeah. So I mean, well, on it, I really, I mean, I remember that discussion about the, the Quidditch point system like for a long time before that. So I mean, it was it was probably already kind of really pretty passive yeah. at this point.
0: But I guess like the thing of the the reason that not everyone's going after the Snitch is because you have to have a keen eye to see it. I think that was yeah. how they sort of explained it away. Is like Harry had a specific eye to be able to see it yeah. so plus
1: i feel like there was one match where and isn't it or only, the series where one team builds up so much of a lead that someone gets a snitch and still loses
0: i think mm-hmm. i don't,
1: it's been a really long time set right any of them but
0: i mean i think it's also like that that player is the only there's only two players on each or i'm sorry there's only one player on each team that's allowed to go for this yes because otherwise everyone would go for the snitch right and it's and, not released at
1: the beginning it's released at some random point in the
0: game I don't think it's random. I think it's just after a certain amount of time. I don't know. It's been a long I don't time either. since I've read. I I Maybe know. you're I'm right. I'm sure there's some more detailed rules out there. But,
1: oh, I'm um, sure. I'm sure there are very detailed rules somewhere out there. On oh the yeah, internet. I
0: mean, there's actually Quidditch leagues, so yeah. there has to be some sort of rules and. How do they fly? They can't tell you that. It's you have to join the team and oh. then they tell you. Duh. How interesting. Well, that's I wouldn't describe it that way. Maybe. but I mean, I don't know. Like, we're sitting here arguing about the rules. Of Quidditch, and and then we also have a podcast dedicated to the, the small things of this TV show. But like, I feel like I I've been in Jack's shoes in this instance where it's it's more the inverse of where someone's talking about sports. And I have a grasp of sports, but I have no interest in it. So it's just like they're just talking about, oh yeah, so, you know, they did this and they did that, and they went around and they and I'm just like,
1: wow, that sounds like very. Authentic sports talk. You know, right there.
0: you know, you, you have the past They did this and uh, they did that. They went around and they did that. I'm trying to keep it as generic as possible and open to you can interpret it. To any did you sport get the Steve Nash want. reference? Yeah, I get it okay. because he was so jazz. You know, was he jazz? I
1: don't. Maybe I I know I, <laughs> I just know he was on some NBA team and he didn't he win MVP or so. Anyway, I got the reference, but I, I think don't know. But just he was a late I know reference. barely just enough to get it. Not much more than that.
0: I'm pretty sure you. Because the only other Steve NBA player I know is Steve Kerr, and he was the Bulls. And he's the coach of the Golden War Golden State Warriors now. The Steve Nash, I feel like is No, maybe I'm thinking of John Stockton. John Stockton John was, Stockton the was
1: definitely the Jazz. I know that. Steve, Steve Kerr, Nash was Steve Nash. the... He won MVP twice while playing for the Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah.
0: Also, so he's from... Guy wait. He was trying to make... It like, wasn't Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's retired by that time. Sorry.
1: I was confused that he was born in South Africa, but I guess he was born in South Africa, but he grew up in Canada. So... I was about to say, wait a second, Thirty Rock.
0: But. You got it wrong. No, but they got it right. Yeah, and no, I—I mean, I'm, again, I know a little bit about sports, but I mean, that was probably like the last bit of sports reference I know. So, like, if you try and tell me anyone modern, like LeBron I know, James, I know who LeBron James is. I couldn't tell you who he plays for now. I think it's the Lakers, but it, he started in Cleveland. It's the, yeah, say it's not the uh, not Cavaliers playing. anymore. He went back to Cleveland, and I right. think he's in. La- I think he's in LA now let's see it um, yes you are correct
1: he plays for the Lakers there's, now
0: there's uh, the guy on the Warriors
1: the guy on the
0: Warriors what's his name Stephon Curry yeah Stephon Curry. Stephen Curry Shaq's retired he is Tim Duncan's retired
1: sure anyway
0: yeah I mean so basically my sports peaked out at the end of 2000s so I don't know
5: Hey, cheater! Are you jealous? I'm with my new boy!
3: But now that Danny's here, I have someone to do guy stuff with, I have actual male conversations. You know, he confided him to me that he's got a little something going with one of the girls here. Maybe it's that Russian dancer with the tattoos, which is the crazy sex trifecta.
4: That girl has a name, Jack. We call her Skankovich.
3: I'm sure you disapprove. The workplace is a hierarchy, and Danny is a star. All the pretty little things down here... Always want to be with the
1: people up here.
4: Whatever, as long as he's discreet about
1: it. There's actually a bit of foreshadowing here because she used the term "discreet about it," which he brings up the ep- at the end of the, near the end of the episode where he yeah. says that's what he told her to be discreet about it. Yeah. So uh, of-
0: the turn that ha- the turn happens here at about five or six minutes in, and I always thought, man, the turn happens so quick, but I feel like the end result is still super entertaining because it's still like them be com- them competing for his attention and it's it's not about a relationship at that point it's really just about one upping the other person to try and just keep like it doesn't make sense that liz is like why can't we share him like liz should question like yeah we can share them i can just have him like at night and you or i can have him some nights you can have him some nights i don't mean, know it just i mean it's funnier that they're they're fighting over someone rather than splitting the time but it's also like jack is the one that's like i'm gonna take him because i deserve it and she and then so then it affects liz and she's like well that doesn't really seem fair so i gotta challenge this but uh yeah i always love the turn that comes a little bit too soon and i kind of forget how it plays out but i think it's still uh, an effective uh, ending
3: it's a younger man's game lemon but i can't say that i don't miss it you'd be in your office late at night the new girl would coming with some flimsy excuse to be there. Oh, Mr. Donaghy, I forgot to give you the factory worker death rates. And she'd laugh at your lame joke. Touch of the arm, and you take your reward. You take your reward.
4: How drunk are you?
3: A lot to vary.
4: Boy, that robot body paint does not wash off.
3: This is the body paint was Danny just glowing like a beacon of manly camaraderie? Oh God, I'm extremely
1: drunk. That is the creepiest line reading in the entirety of the show. So much so yeah. that I remember, like, I remember, like, specifically, like, that line just, like, in my head of, like, the creepiest, I don't know. I just ne- never liked it. No. And, I mean, I probably haven't seen this episode since it, around the time it aired originally. And so I just remember, like, just, like, how, like, just, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's, there's
0: no there's no good tone about it. Like, even if the other participant has come up there to do what you're saying, your tone and your reading of you take your yeah the way it's he says like, that just, ugh. it, just is just I've never just
1: like oh ugh. it's it's it's, like it's, a,
0: it's an incredibly off putting line, and I don't think you can deliver that without coming no. off as creepy. You could say ugh. it the most happy go lucky way, and it still comes off as creepy because it's just like and one you're treating it as an object which is already really bad and then it's just yeah uh, not a good line i mean it's a good line read and that it affects you that way that you're like oh my god that's so awful and creepy but it's not a good line read reading that there are people that i mean weinstein probably does believe well definitely believes that and that's his philosophy for a lot of things oh, it's just yeah, like that,
1: yes i could definitely it's
0: ugh. yeah so they've had these after parties multiple times because danny's since been on the show for four or five weeks now is this the first time that he's been invited is this the first time that they've seen him no, no,
1: we're, we're, yeah the way i take it is he normally doesn't come to the after parties because he does something else but now that danny's there he has no not jack
0: but Danny. oh oh no, no 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 the, I, the remark there I, is oh that that robot paint doesn't come off so that's implying that he's never oh i see what you're like saying this me. is the first time that they're seeing him under mm, the black light yeah, can, it's, it's being nitpicked. That's just
1: yeah. I know you're right because I right because they made the joke really. Basically, he plays a robot character in every single sketch, so he would have been doing that already. I guess. um I yeah. I guess you could re- give it a generous reading and say this is the first time he's actually played a robot character in this in this sketch show itself, and that's yeah. the reason why there's a robot paint. I mean, otherwise, it just doesn't work this, right yeah. because it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense for him not to come to any cash shows and, or yeah. after parties until a month. Plus, yeah, it so. really wouldn't make sense. Yeah.
0: yeah. Again, just being super nitpicky, but that's what we do. Uh, but meanwhile, this is the first... I said, this is the first time I think we've had this episode had most of the full cast in it. Uh, we get to see all the writers room. Pete's back. Saria's in here for a quick scene. Jenna's here. Tracy's here. Jack's here. Liz is here. Kenneth is here. Where's Angie? She's not part of the whole cast. <laughs> but I think this is one of the few episodes where everyone's been on in a, in a really long time, so... Kudos, guys. Where's Whoopi Goldberg?
4: Danny out by five today. I guess Jack's taken to the Knicks game,
5: please. I can't do girls' lunch today. We've never done that. Because I have an audition for Gossip Girl. Oh, I love that show. I play Tartine Gramercy, an heiress to a Vermouth fortune and a freshman at NYU. Really? A college freshman? That's right. In the scene they gave me, I'm fighting with my mother, a washed-up actress who's clinging to her last scraps of faded glamour.
1: Uh huh. It's interesting they've highlighted the mother's lines.
5: Well, that's so I'll know what part not to read. As if the word "mother" didn't tip me off already. <laughs> Wish me luck.
3: We really should have said something. What happens when she gets there and finds out she's the mom?
5: Oh,
4: Pete, that's later. Maybe we'll be dead by then.
1: Oh, that'd be great. How many seasons would you guess the Gossip Girl ran? Um,
0: seven. Close six. <sighs> yeah, that was one of the. Was that a CW show? It
1: was. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it was on a while, but it seemed like like. It was heavily i feel like talked about and covered in its first couple seasons but after that it kind of burned out so i, I know it was on for a while but like it's crazy like it was on for six years because it was really only was published. it a full
0: run like 13 mm-hmm. or 20 20, 20 yeah 20 episodes season yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah
0: is that see is that a show that seems syndicated i uh, i would imagine so it's on like- is it on
1: no or something yeah I'm i want sure to say i've seen it i guess I, don't know, I mean
0: i guess syndicated has a different meaning now but i'm thinking like tv oh gotcha yeah like, i don't know about that i guess the appeal of that show is there's always like a mystery of who the gossip person is so is that a mystery i, I don't i don't i, I only, only watched, watched the i first literally season. never i only watched the, the first show. season
1: and i think well i think it's like a low-lying thing I, I i i want to say it's a it was the sort of thing where it's like it kind of who was gossip world kind of became like beside the point after a while yeah. and then but they did a reveal at the end to show who it was just i guess to show who it was which mm. i but I, I that was i mean i only watched the first season so i'm definitely not a
0: gossip girl scholar but oh, no the most knowledge i have is an aziz ansari stand-up bit that he has about gossip girl and it's not even related at all to gossip girl but um it's yeah i just i don't have any knowledge of that show it seems like it seems like the riverdale of the oh. 2000s which isn't a bad thing it's not an insult but it just was one of those kitschy yeah. tween although comics. it's ratings like it
1: was it was kind of a madman in that it was like talked about mm. way more than it was actually watched yeah. and Riverdale got got of course got that huge Netflix boost like maybe Gossip Girl yeah. would have gotten the same if it was the same back then but I just remember like it, it, it was the same thing like very disproportionate to the amount of viewers it actually. Yeah, had. but I guess it
0: was low budget enough that it, oh for sure they could afford to run it for six years yeah. and it had enough i don't know what else cw was running around that time because i know that was that would be post oh, that was creek. vampire
1: yeah it was vampire diaries yeah. and 90210 the the reboot the reboot mm-hmm. in a lot of shows and that mm-hmm. i kind mean of it was like i think supernatural's on them but it was before they really started yeah. getting into like flash and arrow and the the. Um, yeah it was DC pre
0: shows. pre-dc yeah. but post like dawson's creek yep. Tree hill so that was like their next big yeah. thing yeah um, the only
1: thing outside of the first i know about the show is i don't know if you ever saw it online but like somewhere i i in a later season i guess hillary duff was a guest star and there's this really really awkward clip of her like in character from the show like randomly like singing love game by lady gaga like it, it's it is it like just, poorly or just it's just well it's just i think she can so, sing right, right? Really? She, she can yeah. sing but it's like the way the scene goes it's like it's kind of an out of context clip where it's just like her like uh, walking into a room and kind of singing it where, like and there's this like group, not performing it. It's like it's oh, like a group of people like, like together. She just like starts singing it and it's just like the like most to them awkward. or she's walking into the room singing. I don't it even and, know. Like it, it, no. it, it's been a while since you know, but like it'll pop oh. up on the internet every so often and it's just like her just like randomly singing these lines of love game. Like it's just it's the most awkward thing I've All ever right. seen. I mean, it's not like it's just and it's I mean there's not much acne, but it's like somehow she's like not. It's just weird. I, I don't know yeah, Maybe
0: say. in context. I think Haley like is,
1: is, 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 is a good enough actress, it's just like for some reason that scene is
0: just like um, the most awkward random. I'll see if I can find it. I'm <laughs> sure it wouldn't be too hard to find. Maybe I'll splice it in. That sounds really weird. Yeah. Dating one. I
5: wanna kiss you. But if I do that, I might miss you, babe. It's complicated and stupid Got my ass squeezed by sexy Cupid Guess he wants to play Wants to play I love game I love game I love game I love game
1: I love game I love game I love game I love game But anyway, enough about Gossip Girl.
0: Well, I guess it's becoming a new meme in the last couple of days. I mean, by the time this goes up, it'll be ancient by internet standards. But I guess people are just taking like the two I don't even I don't even know full context but like they're taking two characters and one of them is asking a question and then the response it's either two or three panels or maybe four panels but it's like the first one is asking a question and then the the answer is always just using the gossip girl just the titles it's not using any other letters to answer the question yeah so it's like the first girl is asking like I've got a full bladder what do I do and then they just took the two P's and gossip girl or I'm sorry yeah or I'm sorry, they took the P and doubled it and just said, pee-pee, pee-pee, girl. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know why that's a meme and I don't know why that's funny, but that's funny. But it's just like, yeah, it's, I don't understand how memes exist and come into existence, but someone makes me sound old now. To someone touch, who's creative like, and strikes
1: it just the right time. You don't have to be creative, though. Well, you, you don't necessarily, necessarily have to, have to be, really but a lot of them are. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Some of them are, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Sue, you're
2: probably wondering why we asked you to join the entourage. Well, over the years, I've had a complicated relationship with women. From my treatment of the dancers here to my remarks about Madeleine Albright at the 1996 White House Correspondence Dinner. What? It's true. She does look like one of those. Now that Mr. Jordan is having a daughter, he wants to learn to give all women the respect they deserve, even you foreigners. That's why I'm adding a daughter to the entourage family. Now, what's on the schedule for today? 10 a.m. Dot com shows us pictures from a trip to Greece. I think I'm going to go ahead and cancel that. Okay, I'll reschedule Again. 11 a.m. Go to strip club. I'll get the car. Uh, hang on. No. I don't think we should go to a strip club. It just doesn't feel right. I think we should let the new member choose an activity. I like to go to Tasty Delight. I said we're not going to a strip club. Pinkberry? Why don't you understand? I don't want to take you to a strip club.
0: Okay, so I know the Pinkberry is yogurt. Is Tasty Delight also like a yogurt or a snack, or is that also yes. is that a strip club?
1: So it's a New York-based fast food company. But let mm-hmm. me see what kind of food. Oh, it looks like fr- frozen frozen yogurt too. So uh, they're both frozen yogurt places.
0: Yeah, I s- and is, let me guess: is it spelled "Tasty" with two "e"s at the end? It is not. But hold on, oh. I just <laughs> close that tab. <laughs> I feel like I've seen Tasty Delight. Although
1: you're not far off that it's a creative spelling. It's i I D L I T E. I don't like that So at it's all. very, very styled. i must mean
0: Tasty Delight, Tasty Delight, and all of those were already trademarks. So yeah. they had to go with something else.
1: And it has a subsidiary called Planet Smoothie.
0: Uh, I'm sure it's full of a bunch of nonsense sugar that. Probably. I mean, a smoothie's not good for you to begin yeah. with, but yeah they're probably not better.
1: Remember when overpriced yogurt was a thing? Yeah, man. We used to actually get that a lot.
0: Yeah, we would do it every week, just about every, but at least yeah. sometimes twice a week. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a trend that's going the way now of all those pop up, well not even pop up, but all those extra bars that are you probably yeah. see around town. Now. Well, because no one,
1: yeah, no one wants to pay that much for that. you shouldn't be paying it's, that it's really much overpriced for, it. I mean
0: you're paying more for the the toppings than you're actually paying for the yogurt oh, the yeah. yogurt's the cheapest thing you're buying everything yeah. else is what you're actually paying for yeah yeah but I mean it was it was a nice thing like after brunch or after dinner or something to yeah. do once in a while but yeah because oh, we had like four or five that we would head up. And oh, yeah. Then, a bunch of, I mean, we're down to. Uh, lap, I think that there's one that still one exists. Left. M- M- uh, Menchies still oh, placed. two. Right,
1: mentioning the Sweet Frog on Wendover Crossing. Is that still there? As far as I know. <laughs> we haven't been there in a while, but I assume it is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Sweet Frog seems like it would, it it, would sustain. But yeah, down, Yes. Only a couple down from yeah. like five or
0: six. Yeah. So meanwhile, Jack is immediately starting to uh, bond with Danny, but also started connecting the dots as to who his secret lady is.
3: Oh, come on, you hoser! Hoser! So, what did you do after the party the other night? Well, my uh, work friend and I went to her office. Ooh, she has an office. Hey, is it that chick lawyer who does the sexual harassment presentation? Because she's asking for it. Okay, no more guesses. Continue. All right, so we're getting into it. And she
1: takes off her glasses. Real sexy. Nice. But she never takes off her shoes. Which I kind of like... Even though the reason is she's never let a man see her feet. What? And she's kind of a tease. Mostly we just kiss and then she makes me go down to the deli to get her a sandwich. So we haven't gone too far. But under that dress, I can tell she's wearing some weird underwear. I want to see it. They're called spanks. So Alec Baldwin plays that scene really well as he like slowly comes. As Susie, well, as Susie he hears the shoe things, like he really like perks up and then slowly like as he as it dawns on him what's going on, like that's, his face just yeah. gets like we're like oh my. God. That really
0: de- that delayed what? <laughs> like yeah, he's connected it and is like really like that's uh, I don't, yeah. But also, what is this college that they're none of those are pro teams that I can tell. It's like a green and orange. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not supposed to pay attention to this, but I do. But didn't say the Knicks game, or was that didn't say the Knicks game?
1: I mean, I I know, I know, I know the Knicks are blue, I think. But
0: well, obviously they can't get the rights to the Knicks because you know trademark. But so there must be because there's people with like Celtic stuff behind them, so it must be playing the Celtics. Sounds Um, good to me. (laughs) But it also like. I don't, it doesn't look anything like the Knicks or the Celtics, but yeah. that's not what you're supposed to be. at. you are at an NBA to, game. So, yeah. little, some teams little, are playing. A, a little N, a little B, a, a little A. 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 Uh, meanwhile, Jenna is at her audition and gets the lines mixed up. Hello.
3: Jenna, thanks so much for coming in. This is Archeria. She'll be reading with you.
5: Uh, hi.
3: Okay. Tartine has just discovered videos of her boyfriend on her mother's online sex diary. Mother, is there, is
5: there something, something I don't know about you and Wainwright?
3: What are you doing? Sorry, let's start over.
5: Mother, Mother is, is there something, something I,
3: I don't Jenna you're reading the wrong lines.
5: <laughs> what do you mean I'm not playing the mu
0: <laughs> 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 so apparently the the Gossip Girl and thirty Rock share the same studio space so. Oh. later on when they're doing the actual acting portion of the episode they're they're shooting on the gossip girl site so interesting um fact also was gossip girl really rife with a bunch of names like that like wainwright and oh
1: yeah i mean it takes place it's like the, the but it's the, modern
0: setting right
1: yeah but it's like the the main characters names are like serena van der woodson and blair waldorf i mean they come from they're like super i mean yeah they go to like this it's like super high end prep school, and you're in Manhattan, so it's like, you know, super the rich. Blue,
0: the, the Blue Bloods kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yikes. I don't think I could be a friend with someone named Rain- Wayne Wright. <laughs> not as their first name. Rufus. Oh, okay. Rufus Rainwright, I'll allow, but not your first name being Wayne Wright. That's, that's a bit much. What would you even have a nickname? Wayne. Wayne or.
1: No. Not- Wright. No. Win. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure Wayne, they have. Something. I guess you could say
0: Wayne. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Wayne probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, Liz gets caught in a trap. You want to see me?
3: Close the door, Lemon. So, we haven't talked about your personal life lately. Anything new going on there?
4: No, same old nothing.
3: Nothing. Really? It's too bad. Cause you know what I always say. Blacklight attack.
4: Oh, boy, that stuff does not wash off.
3: You and Danny, I would have guessed anyone else. Jenna, Sue...
4: All right, come on. How is this possible? Well, I don't know if you know this, Jack, but the workplace is a hierarchy, and I'm Danny's boss. Sometimes all the pretty little things down here want to be with the people up here. They come into your office late one night, some flimsy excuse.
3: Hey, Liz. I just want to show you this new iPhone app. You shake it, and it sounds like an empty can.
4: (laughs) My favorite apps are the ones before my entree. (laughs)
0: Oh
3: my God, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard.
1: So what are you up to right now?
0: Is that Liz being honest, or is that Liz telling the story that she wants to tell? Because we've seen it where she's maybe stretched a tooth a little bit in the the past. Uh, maybe she's exaggerating,
1: thing. but I feel like that's basically how it happened. Like he came up yeah. with the phone he used to talk to her, and she yeah. said something dopey, and he was like, "Oh, that's so," you know what I mean? Like me, I, I mean, I, I, I would say I bet it's at least true in spirit, even if it's not exactly yeah. true in details. I could
0: also see the joke going a little bit the other way, where not that she goes into Danny's office because I don't imagine he has an office, but she goes into his dressing room and she does the, the app, and then. He maybe makes a joke and she reacts that way. I feel like they could have written it that way where yeah. like it's actually the reverse. Um I don't know, I just feel like that turn too is so quick where it's just like she makes a really kind of bad joke and pun and he's like cackling like cuz I don't know. I guess is he that desperate for a relationship or is he really interested in Liz? We don't really know. Cuz I mean, it does take really, it that way like, like why? I mean cuz cuz we don't get that we don't really get his motives other than yeah. he's just attracted to her seemingly. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like I, that, that reaction's never quite set well with me because it's just like, it's, it's so boisterous that it's just like, what's he getting out of this outside of the affection? Because it's not going to better his career, I don't think. Like, he doesn't, he never admits that he's like, I want to be on camera more or anything like that, so it doesn't make sense for him to start floating with her to better his career. I don't think it's from that so, perspective.
1: I think it's just, you know. Right. But this is a good opportunity because I want to talk about, like, I guess the ethics of it all because... Liz is his boss, so she's in a position of power over him, so, like, it's it's definitely not great from that angle. Like, I'm trying to... I was trying to think, so, like, earlier we were talking about the line when Liz and Jack are talking at the after party and how it comes off as creepy, and it's, like... And I think it's supposed to, like, you know, it's it's someone taking advantage of someone beneath them, and it's, like, the Liz storyline, like, I was trying to figure out, is the, is the show, like, commenting at all and saying... In, in, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, if it is... Contrasting the Jacks thing, even though they don't explicitly comment on, it, they're saying it's wrong for someone to position the power like let's do it. But I don't think they are. Like I think they're playing it pretty straight and just be like, oh, this is hooking up with an early. But they never okay. address the aspect that, I mean, she's his boss, so it's like a bad power. You know, bad power situation. I don't know. Yeah,
0: well, I guess going. I mean, sort of the same thing of like if he's doing it to get better scripts or to get more on screen time, that's never clear. And then it's yeah. the same; it's never clear what Liz is getting out of it outside of the affection and the physical relationship but in that last flashback we saw him making the first move like he's the one that's like caressing her arm and things. right so, like she's not necessarily she didn't instigate that's anything. true but i mean it's still Being like a was power it is but it's also like we've seen liz has not been in a relationship in this entire season yet so you could read into it that hey she's she's i mean she i think she has a line either in this scene or an coming scene where she's like I'm trying to just get mine. It's something along those lines. So right, it's true. And I mean, saying episode right. that doesn't go sour,
1: but I mean, if it did, I mean, it's the sort of thing with any power differential. Like, if things yeah. go sour, like then you could, you know, take it out on, it, yeah, on their part. Because, I, yeah,
0: but I think that's the thing that Thirty Rock likes to do in the subversion is that they never make it too heavy. Where it's like, well, right, but they that's what I feel. But are they, but are, are they yeah. making any so commentary on it at all? At all yeah. Excuse
1: me, are they making any commentary on it at all though? Because Japanese place, creepy it is. I mean, for you know, I mean, like I, I we already talked about how creepy I feel like that, but I mean, it's not you know, I mean, any person is in a position of power, like yeah, it's still like I, I guess it's it's not so, it's just it's just not an ethical situation. Oh, it's definitely
0: it's incredibly unethical, but I think it's played so goofily when we see yeah. them romancing each other that it's like this is just like kids. This is not I'm right. not kids, but like these are like teenagers that are just like discovering things or just having a fun time they're not necessarily going to get anything serious out of this yeah. so i guess it's more forgivable but i guess it's also because it's a woman in right. the position versus a man that it's like yeah. there's no harm being done but it, i guess there could be potential harm like you're saying where she she could be taking advantage of him or yeah not i mean she can't be using it to leverage her power but right. i mean she needs I mean, to be using yeah. her power but like and she doesn't and i mean no, in protest, does, but yeah
1: there, there's another fictional thing where that, like, cause I know you're watching Kim, Kim's Convenience now, and mm-hmm. my only problem with that, the the show, is in its first season, when, oh my god, what's her name, Shannon? Yeah. Like, the whole, her whole plotline is basically, like, she is in love with Jung, who mm-hmm. works with her, and, like, I was surprised, because, like, I expect Canadian shows to be more, like, generally more progressive, and it's, like, it's really, you know what I mean? Like, that storyline, if it had been a man was the boss and a woman was the worker, like, it would never work because, like, she, and they, like, clearly course-corrected from the second season on, like, and moved away from it. But, like, I always, like, it's just left, like, because, I mean, like, it's so many scenes where her basically just, like, drooling over him. Oh. And, you know what I mean? It's, like, kind of just, like, a, this could never work. I mean, work as a man, and, and I mean, rightfully so, because it is, like, a, it is, like, a... not just ethically, just, like, kind of creepy thing to, like... Yeah. So well, I, I mean, that. I'm
0: reaching the point in the series midway through season four spoilers has
1: just came out in the u.s
0: yeah yeah this is mild spoilers but they they have started a relationship now inside of season four and basically i think everyone at least in the office that they work in knows that they're in a relationship obviously either at the end of season four or end of season five there's going to become a breaking point of corporate's going to find out i mean it, it, it's already setting the seeds of either this will not last or one of them's going to have to quit to continue the relationship it seems pretty predictable might be subverting that i don't know yeah. but um yeah like she was definitely like very heavy on him from like the get-go and he didn't really seem to be that into it until, right exactly until like season two and the
1: second season flips and like she gets a boyfriend and he like well but- she
0: had a boyfriend from the start Oh, really, Even in the first season? I think so. Um, I just need to remember because I think in the
1: second season, basically, she's dating him or she has his other boyfriend so she's yeah. not really interested in him anymore but he starts to be interested in her. So, like, but I, I mean, I, I'm glad they made that course turn because the other way, it was just like, it just, I don't know, like, it, it's, it's the only thing about a show that, like, just never sat off me well because it was just like...
0: Yeah. Oh, the other thing that doesn't sit well with me in that show is that they're just so mean to Janet uh, and, like, I don't know enough about true. Korean families but is the, is the daughter generally just seen as, like, the failure of the family? Because, like, uh, Jung, in the story of Jung's Kim convenience story, is that, you know, he dropped out of school, he fell into a little bit of trouble and had to go to jail or uh, juvenile detention for a set amount of time. But there's the mom, at least, is so quick to forgive and forget all of that, even though he hasn't been in her life for so many years. Meanwhile, Janet's been living with them indefinitely, and there, she's just so mean to her that she's just like, you can never do anything. You're wasting your time going to art school and being a photographer. And there's nothing you could ever do to pre- praise me. And it's my ignorance in that I just, is that how Korean families are? That the daughter is just seen as like weak and should just be like a matriarch or just be a mother and produce babies? Like, I don't know. Oh, I mean, it's I feel like it's so- maybe
1: a... Yeah, stereotype of, it's, in it's general stereotype of like stereotype. mothers like and sons yeah. like just in general regardless yeah. of of race so maybe. i th- I think just i mean may- maybe i i there's some truth in there I don't know but yeah. i mean i I kind of took it more just that way like she just kind of like she heard you know her favorite child is her son so kind of yeah. like you know so she doesn't
0: uh i don't know yeah I don't mean, know she's just so mean that it's just like. every time she does something good I'm like oh the mom is nice and then she like interacts (laughs) with Janet and I'm just like wow this lady is (laughs) poor Janet she doesn't do like Janet's done nothing wrong the entire show she's gotten into like small little things but like she yeah. hasn't done anything wrong and they just treat her like garbage the entire series and yeah. it's just like I know, I kind of see that in a sitcoms. there's always
1: like one character who just like gets shit on all the time for no reason so. but it's the
0: main character no, so know. it's like hmm. why is she I mean Liz gets shit on but like she kind of deserves it because she's kind of a terrible person Janet's yeah. not a terrible oh, anyway. she's, she's going, going to Kim- art school she doesn't
1: have serious career prospects she deserves it uh, Yeah.
0: anyway this isn't a con- <laughs> Kim's Convenient Podcast <laughs> that's in 2025
4: and i took my reward
3: lemon you need to end this now
4: what no jack you were just talking about how you miss office hookups that is a double standard calm down i won't calm down women are allowed to get angrier than men about double standards
3: it's not about that yes i've had office relationships in the past but always with people that i could transfer to another city or introduce to Nicolas sarkozy danny is on your show yeah
4: but it's not serious it's not
3: serious yet end it before it starts affecting the show
4: Oh, fine. I'll talk to him when he gets in.
3: What did he do to the back of your knees?
4: A lady never tells.
1: Yeah, so they do kind of get into it there where they talk about the double standard of Jack. It's easy for Jack to send... If, if something goes sour to send people, elsewhere. where Liz Definitely can't do that with a... Or at least can't do that nearly as easily with a cast member. But yeah. Even then, I, I, it just doesn't seem like it touches on... Like, it definitely touches on double standards. Obviously, they blatantly talk about that for a couple lines but it still just doesn't touch about the ethical like jack's thing is like before it gets serious not not even doing anything at all is like kind of just like yeah can be
0: also like jack's defense of yeah i do it with people that i can get rid of right that doesn't excuse no that that, that only like, makes that it only worse makes not that better because yeah. it's like you're just using them for a finite yeah. amount of time and you're like hit the bricks you're out of here but it's just like Neither one of them are better. I, I mean, Liz is a little bit better. I think comes or at least comes off a little bit better yeah. than Jack. Well, she doesn't but,
1: chronically date people who work under her, and
0: then right and toss them always aside. has and in the back of her mind always yeah. has an hour. I can just like I can yeah. ship them out if I don't need them. But we did see where she took advantage of the situation with Floyd, where Jack—that is true—did get rid of someone that was dating him so she could date him. So yep. again, they're not squeaky clean. Liz is not a great person in this show. But she's marginally better than Jack, at least in this instance. So we forgive her. Well, I'm sorry, we don't forgive her. But um, for the sake of the show, it's kind of just all right. Let's move on because there's no, there's no point. Um, but I do like the scene ends with one of my favorite things of like the the look back with Liz having face paint or what the Rotor robot paint, paint all yeah. over her face, and it's yeah. just like. It's, it's put in such a perfect situation. It's all over the back of her knees. And then it's just a little bit smudged on the side of her mouth and a little bit on her neck. And so it's just like, like Jack says, like, what, is, what are you guys doing? And it's just like left up to your interpretation of like, wouldn't it be all over her mouth? Why is it only in like a small corner of her mouth? Like it's, it's just a, it's a fun visual game. Uh, meanwhile, um, so we're already starting the cutting of some scenes and it's mostly gonna be the Tracy story, unfortunately. Uh, But he's sticking up for Sue after she gets a very unflattering, well, a flattering, no, it's not flattering. After she gets an incredibly sexist joke uh, lobbied at her, uh, Jenna is in the studio and is sharing the news that she has been cast for the mother.
5: The mother. They wanted me to play the mother. Oh, boy.
4: Okay, here we go. Hey, Pete, Jenna just got the
5: a mother? I'm not a mother. Would a mother be planning a sex tour of Vietnam this spring? Just, just come Look, you're a beautiful woman, but you can't
4: play prom queens and murdered runaways forever. But those were my majors at the Royal Tampa Academy of Dramatic Tricks. You can try to fight getting older. You can be like Madonna and cling to youth with your golem arms. Or you can be like Meryl Streep and embrace your age with elegance. So you're saying it's a choice? between the dignity
5: of middle age and the illusion of youth. Two paths, Meryl Streep or Madonna. Very well. I will emulate my acting inspiration. A woman of profound poise whose career is what we all aspire to. Okay, this buildup is making me nervous. A woman whose feminine grace and normal outfits are an inspiration. Just say who it is and I'll feel better. Someone whose very name stands for enduring beauty and the wonder of womanhood. Please don't say. Madonna.
1: It almost would have been funnier if she would have said Meryl Street because, yeah. like, the way they do the build-up is like it makes you think it's going to Madonna because, well, the way she talks about it, she could be talking about Meryl. So the obvious joke is that she's going to say Madonna instead. So if they would have just like said Meryl and played it completely straight, like that, almost would have been even funnier for yeah. me. I don't
0: know. No, I agree. I think um, but I guess is Meryl and Madonna those the two measurements of aging gracefully as an actress. I mean, I feel like they're I feel like well. They're, I mean, uh, Dave Judy Dench seems like a better. Uh, I guess comparison I don't know I don't
1: know Well there aren't There aren't a lot of paths For women to get older no, And still have lots of career like choices I mean from an American of... American celebrity perspective yeah. I mean it basically Is Madonna or Meryl Like how I mean yeah. And then the Meryl line Like Julianne Moore Would be an example Of the Meryl, Meryl Streep sort Is but...
0: Julia Roberts One of the few That transitioned well From like young actress Into aging actress Yeah Because I mean it's... Think of
1: how many like right she has for sure like i think jennifer Aniston is kind of doing that path right now yeah but like you think of like meg ryan like she kind of was going there and then just kind of fell off like um mm-hmm.
0: helen hunt helen, yeah that
1: was the other yeah, one i think of, i was thinking of that i forgot but yes helen hunt yeah where they sort of it and i know mean, helen hunt is doing i'm mad about you reboot for spectrum originals like wow. Oh, wow hey yeah i mean well, I guess, she did I mean, win an Oscar and she did do a lot of movies but then it was like something It was yeah. after that then I don't I know, think like, in I the modern know.
0: age though back then it was TV was taboo in terms of an actor like it was yeah. seen as a downgrade. I think now though I think a lot of those actresses that reach that black ball list of you've heard a certain thir- you've hit your 30s so you either need to start playing moms or you're not going to be casting anything now it's like they'll just start doing tv or they'll do like netflix and hulu mm-hmm. things for a little for a few years yeah and then they'll come back to movies uh, and start either playing different roles or something like that i feel like tv is now a lot more prestigious than it used to yeah. be 15 years ago um so i think that's usually where that transition happens now but yeah back in the 90s and 2000s if you hit a certain age you were just gone and then once you came yeah. back, a dramatic return to the screen, and it's just like, yeah. I don't treat people. like that. it's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. Not too
1: point, because I was thinking of Reese Witherspoon. She'd be an example too. But now, I mean, she's basically doing prestige shows on HBO and. Yeah, Hulu,
0: so. but I think she's up there with Julia Roberts. So she yeah. acted consistently, like she was legally blonde, and then she was regularly acting. I think yeah, in she won, and then she got her Oscar for Walk the Line, and yeah. Movies like I think that. she but was one of the few that made that transition well.
1: Yeah, but it, but I mean, but but. I mean, but if she didn't have those shows right now, like, but I mean, what movies would she be doing? Would she still be doing, like, kind of... I mean, I could see her have fallen into more of a Meg Ryan or something like yeah. that path if, if it weren't yeah. for those. Because, I mean, it's been a while since she's been in a movie. really big, like, a really, like, big or critical, even a really clear, critically acclaimed movie.
0: So, yeah. I don't know. Which, I mean, that, not, that doesn't measure too much in terms of your success or whatever, but if you're only... I guess if you're only playing bit parts or smaller parts in less prestigious movies, you're probably your your career might be seen as like on the downswing or something like that. But yeah. I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess as long as you're consistently acting, you're doing fine. I don't know. I'm sure there was a gap between Julia Roberts, though. I have to. Look, I don't know too much about her filmography to to sound too confident about discussing it. But Pretty Woman. Runaway Bride well I feel
1: like the 90s she did a lot of rom-coms and then Erin Brock what Brockes 2000 starred, that was about 2000, 2000 that was her last one I think yeah I mean
0: transition to that part of filmmaking yeah.
1: and I mean well, she's, I think she's done think, more rom-coms I mean she, she honestly hasn't done a lot of work in the last 10-15 years I think, yeah, I think yeah, at this I point know. she's just choosing what she's, she wants yeah to she's listen.
0: that Tom so. Hanks level of yeah. she doesn't need to work every year she can do something yeah. every few years and be okay yeah, uh, yeah. I think Eat, Pray, Love was like one of her big oh, returns. Right. Yeah, that's right. That was, and then even, and then even then, that was, yes. probably ten years ago now yeah. at this point.
1: But so the fact that we can easily name this handful like it kind of shows yeah. the larger problem that it's not like uh, yeah. that large of a group.
0: Yeah, it's it's a select amount of group, or a select amount of bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, up in the writers' room, uh, the writers, mainly Frank, are tormenting poor Cerie. What are you happy about? <gasps> Did we get canceled?
4: can a girl just be happy?
0: Oh, no.
5: Jenna, don't do this. Hang on. I'm just tweeting that I ran into you. This is so tandem.
4: Random. Mm. Jenna, those kids are saying the word random. Ah! Oh, Frank, what's going on? What are you doing to Suri?
2: Frank downloaded this high-pitched
3: tone that can only be heard by young ears. They use it in Japan to keep kids from
1: loitering outside of convenience stores. Suri's the only one who can hear it. The rest of us are too old.
5: Oh, not me! I can hear it! Oh, my ears are, like, dying! Ah,
1: Facebook!
3: Um, I already turned it off. (laughs) (laughs) I also have this low-frequency tone that can only be heard by people over 40.
5: HAVE YOU STARTED PLAYING IT
3: YET?! Ah, Levin, CAN I SPEAK WITH YOU
0: FOR A MOMENT?!
3: WHAT IS HAPPENING TO ME?!
0: So for the last few seconds I've been playing what's called the mosquito sound, which is an actual real thing um, that Frank is talking about. Uh, It was started in 2005 in South Wales as, I mean, Frank's frank's on point in terms of what it was it was used to discourage kids from loitering in certain areas that Hmm. they Well, basically the the inventor uh his daughter um was harassed by some children while she was going to the store and he did not and rather than doing like vigilante justice about these kids he invented something that that toned into something inside of their hearing to persuade them to leave um and so a lot of country a lot of parts of the uk adopted it as just a deterrent for people but a lot of people have also called it flack and called it harassment of teenagers and um sort of it's mentally affecting a lot of people so there's discouragement of of using it um but yeah it's it's an incredibly real thing and i i don't know i mean i don't have kids and god willing never will so i never have to worry about it but I i think it's a good idea um in terms of Relatively harmless, uh, no, I don't want to say policing, but a relatively harmless yeah, way of sort of I mean, I guess it's a like, deter deterring people. people. Like, if you're a private oh, yeah. business
1: and like you're just trying to discourage people from living around, that's one thing, but like, if like government started using that to like Absolutely disperse, then you know, yeah. that, that, that would get real, right? Yeah, bad, I don't want to say slippery slope, but I mean,
0: yeah. it could get to the point where someone's just yeah. abusing it over using it uh, considerably or using it considerately, kind of thing, but.
1: Yeah, I, I, well, I hadn't heard of that specifically before, but I have, you know, I'm sure lots of people have done, like, the things online where it's, like, you listen to certain tones, and it's, like, you can tell, like, basically, if you're younger, you're more likely to hear those certain higher tones because your hearing has, is, hasn't deteriorated or whatever, yeah. I guess. So, like, it's, like, if you can hear this, you're probably under this age, or if you can hear this, you're probably, you know, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's neat. It's, I mean, it's a neat little thing. I guess this is, it's the same general principle as like a dog whistle. like We yeah. technically don't hear those, or we could hear like a small amount of it, whereas a dog hears it, which is like, oh my yeah. God, this is the worst. Uh, but it also uh, is, well, this is the second thing in this episode that's hinted that Kenneth is potentially older than we, well, is definitely older than we know, because the first one was, you'll have to ask the person who whittled my teeth, so then why he has fake teeth, and seemingly fake teeth that were well before modern teeth technology oh, George Washington's teeth as points. well as he's hearing the uh, the sound that only people over 40 are hearing and he's not taking it very well but Liz and Jack continue their discussion of over Danny uh who basically can have him for lack of a better way of describing <laughs> it it's not great
3: Danny and I were supposed to have lunch today. Why didn't he show up?
0: I don't know.
4: Maybe he had something better to do.
3: Well, I had a porterhouse for two alone. I am very angry and sleepy. This is from Danny's chips costume. What is it doing here?
4: Officer, what's going on up there?
3: It's an accident. A really bad one. (sighs) This badge is a symbol of dignity, honor and dramatized 1970s inter-ethnic california daytime motorcycle highway justice
4: i'm sorry jack i changed my mind
3: i'm trying to look out for the show here
4: Lemon. yeah i don't think you are while stuck in a pile up on the pacific coast highway earlier i realized something you take Danny away from work whenever you want to hang out. I don't think this is about the show. I think you have some sort of problem with the fact that Danny is with me.
3: For four years, I've had to make do with what passes for men in this place, with their untucked shirts, boneless faces, their stars, both wars and trek. I needed a man around here, and I finally have one.
4: No, I finally have one. Liz Lemon has a handsome, goof-around, makeout buddy.
3: And that's the problem. Danny can't be my alpha male wingman and his boss's little scrump nugget they're incompatible
4: well then i guess it's on may the best man win
3: oh he will
0: so i think that's why i forgive her i'm lenient on liz because she just says make out buddy she doesn't say relationship she doesn't say partner she doesn't say like lover she really is just sort of using them for like well, right. Right. she's still using them but it's like using him just to make out yeah and have some fun. I, th- I
1: think i was talking more in general like i mean yeah like she plays it as not innocent but is wh- wholesomely or like is straightforward as i guess you can like she's not actively doing it to like
0: well, she doesn't get anything out of it outside of the affection right
1: and of course as we know when ends in the end of the episode she doesn't get vindictive and take anything out on him yeah so like she plays it as i guess well as someone can it's just i was just thinking to i was just talking about just more the ethics at all of, of someone of someone dating or making out buddying with someone who makes out sure.
0: buddying yeah yeah i mean yeah, I think we, we discussed it way too much initially, but I think they're both in the wrong in terms of using him for their own selfish reasons, but I think Liz is more forgivable because she's just using it as, I mean, selfishly, but using it just to make out with someone where Jack is, uh, I don't know, I think they're equal level selfishness because Jack just wants a friend Well, Jack Liz just wants someone yeah. to make out with, so yeah. they're both about comparable. But Jack's seeming more vindictive about it. Yeah, that's Liz. true. It's only then when Liz feels pressured that she's like, okay, well, now I'm going to act on this and defend myself. But until then, she was just playing it pretty casually. But uh, Tracy has his first fight with his faux daughter. Where are you going?
2: It's board game night. Out. Out? With whom? This guy, Doug. But does Doug have a last name? Okay, everybody, let's just... You
5: can't make me stay here. You are part of
2: this entourage. I didn't ask to be in this entourage. Look, I know you didn't mean that.
5: I do mean it. I'm not like you. I never be like you.
3: And now I'm at the point where I love just kissing. We kiss for an hour, and it's totally enough for me. Uh-huh. This is a good guy talk. She has really thin lips, but she makes up for it with tongue girth. Okay, maybe we just watch the game, forget about girls for a night. Yeah!
1: You know, my little cuddle baby loves to watch figure skating, and I'm really starting to get into that.
0: And now turning to women's health, our latest information on women's sexuality finds female libido does tend to peak in those
3: years just before perimenopause, and what scientists and doctors like myself are calling their dirty 30s women are also looking at the latest I gotta go Jack what? you're leaving? it's only zero zero. I'll talk to you in the morning Liz Lemon
1: there's something about the phrase tongue girth that's very funny
0: but also like I guess Liz isn't into the guys that she has the same mouth type for because she mentioned she likes guys with thin lips so i guess she's looking for someone also with thin lips but great she that also tongue girth with, with, with perhaps tongue girth. but liz ruins the date with jack um because she's in her dirty 30s and she's basically she's horny on me and she wants some but jack's not too happy <laughs> with the outcome
3: that was a low blow last night let
4: what can i say jack i guess i'm getting a second wind here at the tail end of my dirty 30s
3: this whole week has been such a bummer hey when do we have this grizzly Adams sketch
4: i wrote it last night late the shirt should be filthier
3: if you were a man you would have to register yourself as a sex criminal i'm taking danny
4: back oh good luck with that and remember if it doesn't work out there's always lutz
5: I want to be forever
0: young. Jenna,
5: stop it. Ow. Look, you claim that you want to be happy, but that's never going to happen until you are honest about who you are. That's easy for you to say. I've built my career on a certain image, and you have no idea what I go through to maintain it. The workouts, the lotions, pretending I wasn't fourth runner-up at the Miss Teen Bicentennial pageant. Mm, And you don't understand the fear I live with, the fear of people ever seeing the real me. Yes, I do. We all have
4: secrets. You know that I have something that I've been hiding from the world for 20 years. What are you talking about? If you come out as your real age, I will reveal my friend Tom. <gasps> he would do that for me? How long would it take? Well, if I do nothing, he'll be here within 48 hours.
1: Did I catch that right? Miss Teen Bicentennial? Miss Teen
0: Bison 10. so that would be
1: 76 1976 right so yeah so that means she's in her
0: she's in her 40s right
1: yeah, yeah. like well I don't know like so if Liz, see I assume they were the same age so if Liz is supposed to be 39 like I would assume Jen would be the same but I mean if she was a teenager in 76 like she'd have to be at least at least 63 so what at least was, like, 46 13? or 47 right so I'm saying if she was 13 she'd be 46 or 47 in 2010 Yeah. Which is like, she, obviously, she looks very, I mean, much younger than that,
0: but... I don't think she could have been in this pageant because she was born in 69, so she'd have to have lied about her age. Oh, Jenna Maroney, the character, not Jinger
1: Hasse. Oh. Maybe... She was an old-looking seven. Oh dear. I, I
0: mean, <laughs> is, well, we is, know is there I'm another bicentennial
1: sure. that a, maybe maybe it's a, maybe it's a different bicentennial, like the town that she was in yeah. Tampa. Maybe, maybe it was the 20th anniversary yeah. of Tampa. Let's uh.
0: Or uh, her mom just lied about that. Right. I feel like her mom definitely would have lied about her age <laughs> to get her into the the pageant. Oh, dear. Yikes. Anyway, uh, so Tom Selleck is on scene. It's mostly a visual. Uh, bit, but basically, Tom Selleck is Liz's mustache. But eagle-eyed viewers in this scene remember uh, the page strike. Remember, I told you about my friend Andrew Goldfarb. Yes, he's in that. He's in the scene. He's in, he's behind Kenneth's page desk. So another episode uh, that he is a part of. Hooray! Hooray! Uh, meanwhile, uh, Sue has made her way back to the entourage, and she's sad. So Tracy has to again play father to the faux daughter. <laughs>
2: There you are! You're Kenneth and I were worried sick about you!
5: I think Doug put something in my drink, and I don't remember. Well, it's not
2: important anymore. I want to talk to you about our fight the other night. Look, having a girl in your life is different. You want to protect her. And the best that you can hope for is that someday a nice man will come and take her from you.
4: That's it. Hey, Sue, I need you in the writer's room. Here he is now.
2: I knew this day would come. I just didn't think it would be so soon. You take good care of her
1: best part about that forever young montage is like it's all scenes that were part of this episode so it's like three random moments of yeah. just fr- basically from every scene previously i kept
0: thinking they were going to add in scenes we hadn't seen right that seems but like nope a third they made it funnier because it was yeah. just like literally the three
1: scenes she was in this episode yeah she's
0: in five minutes total of this entire maybe not even like three minutes total of the episode and so yeah they have cherry pick certain scenes yeah. even the same scene sometimes to to showcase i'm trying to think of this
1: yeah, I have. Well, I have something else I too, So, if yeah. you want to do something
0: on that point, then let's do that before I pivot. Yeah. So yeah. So I think this song got a uh, sort of resurgence. I guess "Alpha uh "Forever Young" got a resurgence because Jay Z sampled it in 2009. Just no, around the same. So yeah, he it, yeah. Right before this, I guess. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: So sometimes I think we we talk about like even though 30 Rock isn't that old like things that they may not do what they're doing today and like there's one point in there when she comes back Sue comes back and says something about like Doug she thinks Doug put something in her drink and that's like a thing that it's like th- I don't think that's something they couldn't do in the same way today I don't think because it's like th- I mean th- they completely like gloss it over like she mm-hmm. says that and then Tracy goes into his father routine and just I think posts like me too like it would it, either it wouldn't they wouldn't do it at all, or it would be addressed some way because it's like it's kind it of awkward been, how it's just like cause I mean that's potentially like could have been a you know very serious thing yeah. and they just kind of like let it drop off so Tracy can do you know can do this like
0: yeah I, I think it because it's I think you'd either change it to make it like oh Doug hasn't called me back yeah is far less disgusting than he may have put something in my drink yeah. and I don't remember and then you are just saying oh forget about that that's an, and it's just like no. yeah. Let's maybe not forget. But I also understand, like, what they're talking about is that's generally a sort of stereotypical, sadly, a stereotypical thing that probably daughters have to deal with is someone potentially putting something yes. in their drinks and they're to weak. go home, and the father is going to have to be the one that's like, oh, I'll take. So it's like they're not wrong but well, I, mean, I don't it's think it's the, yeah i mean it's yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying you're saying that's wrong yeah. but i think like yeah for in a modern landscape it would be you have to either change that line yeah i think that's or what they there, would do. They that has to come, like come earlier in the episode and yeah. there has to be a payoff otherwise you're sweeping it under the rug and it's not a good look so yeah it's yeah uncomfortable uh, but Tracy does his best to be a dad and I think he did a pretty good job not a great job, he did a pretty good job so he's, he's planting the seeds uh, but meanwhile, uh, Jack has a confession to Danny Danny
3: Danny, I know I know Liz is your secret work girlfriend <sighs> I wanted to tell you but she thought we should be discreet
0: I mean, we're just
3: having fun I know, you need to end it now what? why? I never told anyone this and that's why if you ask people about it they won't know what you're talking about because it's a secret not because it's a lie okay I understand good now here's my secret my secret is I'm in love with Liz Lemon what it's true it was love at first sight I ache for her sexually how could I not I'm entranced by those mud-colored eyes set back in, that skin, and her laugh, her walk, that splay-footed walk, and that whole situation right there, and, oh, mustache. Good God, Lemon. Jack, I had no idea. I mean, the last thing I want to do is screw up our friendship. Me and Liz, I'll end it today. you
5: do that for me? Oh, no! Yeah, I think I'll be okay.
0: Do you think Danny would have ended it without Jack's interference, just because of the mustache? I feel like he would have. Uh, I don't. I'm not I, saying like he's oh. that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shallow, shallow. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Lady Gaga. Uh. <laughs> I don't think he's that shallow, but I think, I mean, it's it's in, it is incredibly off putting for someone to show up with a mustache and without any forewarning.
1: Women can do what they want.
0: They absolutely can. That doesn't mean they're attractive. I mean, some men are more attractive with mustaches and some that are more true. attractive without mustaches.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe he would, yeah. have a way, especially right because well, because especially because their relationship is casual and physical so something that like a change like that I feel
0: like if they had just a little bit more time with the episode there could have been a plot point where Danny had seen her moments before Jack had come out to talk to him where he was like trying to tell Jack like I'm going to break up with her and Jack confesses all of this but again that can lead into the fact into the plot subplot of will they or won't they kind of thing but um, I think I think this is still a satisfying uh, ending but I think they could have also went that route too with it uh, meanwhile, we go back to the Gossip Girl set. Jenna has apparently landed the audition. We didn't see that part, uh, but she kills it on set.
1: Oh, Mother, I can't believe you're dying of old age.
0: Don't cry for me, Tortine.
5: I've had a full life. Oh, the things I've seen. The first Clinton administration, the Nagano Olympics, Microsoft Windows 95, but I'm 41 now. Time to die.
0: <sighs> and go!
1: She didn't even get to see Windows 98? 7? Or Vista? Windows 7 existed in 2010?
0: Yeah, no. Was Vista pre 7 or post 7? Yeah,
1: Vista was pre 7. I think.
0: Yeah, cause Vista was around two thousand six or 2006, yes. it yeah, 2007. Yeah, No, it was a mess as soon as it came out, and they quickly got rid of it, it in like a couple of years.
1: Well, she definitely didn't leave to live. Yeah, she definitely didn't live to see Windows ten. So mm-hmm. poor Tartine's mother. Yeah.
0: Poor Tartine, what a fucking stupid name for a character.
1: Yep. Apparently, it, and Tartine is literally I go just to see like it's literally just a mini tart pastry thing. So. I was just curious. I didn't know if that was actually something say else. I it's but... a,
0: real, a real person's name. And I'm sure I mean, that it, it is. it could but... be.
1: Well, first I was like, wait a oh, second. Is that the name of the character from Lame Miz? But that's Fantine, not Tartine. So that was not great. Fanta? Fantine.
0: Fanta? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back at the 30 Rock Studio, it's another after party, and Liz is... confronts Jack, learning the truth.
4: No. Danny says that he and I can't hook up anymore.
3: And I am taking him to the fight at the garden tomorrow night, I guess. The best man won?
4: Uh-huh. Well, the reason that he gave me was that someone else here is in love with me.
3: It was my only move, Lemon, and it was hard, believe me.
4: What did you say you loved about me? Did you talk about my body? Did you say how you like to watch me dance? Yeah. You like that?
3: You're embarrassing yourself, mm-hmm. Lemon
4: started out as a joke but oh, it's becoming real I don't care I'm having a good time
1: <laughs> there's something so funny about the way she says now it's becoming real, real. Yeah. she's like just like this spooky hand that's it. like hilarious
0: yeah. I think this is our different sitcom that's where you leave it off and it's still setting the, the seeds of maybe they will by the end of the season get yeah. together, but
1: thankfully they don't. Thankfully
0: they don't. I think Thirty Rock definitely goes the right the right route of handling their relationship. Uh, so that's the end of the episode. There is a credit scene that's
1: really feels like I feel like they just needed to fill time. And a, I mean, some of these post credit sequences have like developed the plot or like does something. This is literally just let's dancing. In yeah, his rock. I
0: think it really is like. The cameras were just like rolling yeah because i mean everyone starts laughing at the end so it really reads to me as just like write? a blooper almost yeah it, yeah it really was just like the end of the rap and they were just like let's just film them having fun and we'll maybe use it at some point or just put it on the dvd and i guess him dancing wildly and badly i mean i can't judge too much i'm not a great dancer but yeah i mean by the end of it everyone's like chanting his name and laughing at him or laughing with him and cheering him on so uh, yeah, it's it's a good moment, but it's mostly visual. It's totally visual, yeah. And it's not really pertinent to anything, but it'll play us out because why not? Um, right. Yeah. So that's Blacklight Attack. Uh, final thoughts, uh, having just seen it again.
1: I liked it. It was a good episode. Yeah. No, I mean I did get. But I hope like... Tracy gets a meteor slash. Better storyline soon because uh, it feels like he's been in a rut for a little bit. It's, it, yeah. Well, there, 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 there was an episode where Andy was on where they talk about having baby. That feels like that was the last like real,
0: real big. Um, yeah, and, and again, I think it's because of his out of right. Thirty Rock schedule. I yeah. think he was doing a lot of more movies at this time, so he probably just couldn't be on set as much. But um, so we do get a little bit more Tracy. But I think for the next few episodes, he's he's laying low again. So we hmm. no, will get more. It's okay. Um, but yeah, any other. Uh, thoughts Before we say au revoir, bye bye, bye bye. All right. Well, as always, thank you for joining us on Go There. If you like we're doing, rating and reviewing all that fun stuff, it's gonna be the best way to help us out. Uh, otherwise, we will see you next week for episode sixty nine, entitled or season four, episode eleven, entitled Winter Madness. Uh, that's where we're shipping up to Boston to take the show on the road.
1: So Julian Moore's back. And also, is this the last episode we see Danny for the next several?
0: I don't know if he's in next week's episode. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> am I, am I not? Yeah, she's in next week's episode. Okay. I don't know if Danny is.
1: Well, he was heavily in this one, so. Yeah, it'd be weird to not feature
0: him. Um, but also, this is a fun fact. So we're officially halfway through the series now. So there's 137 episodes. Good lord. That's counting the two live shows, both feeds, because ah. there's an East and a West Coast. Yep. And that's counting the two. Who... Pilots. no oh. that, no, we're not counting the pilot because we didn't cover the pilot but it's counting the two two part episodes that ran simultaneously so there's a hundred episode that is a two-parter that ran simultaneously and then there is the season finale that also or i'm sorry the series finale that ran as two episodes so oh back to back gotcha. yeah gotcha. yeah so halfway through hooray we did it yeah well
1: half did it
0: sometimes that's all you need <laughs> See ya. See ya. All right. As always. uh, Thanks for checking us out. David, take us out.
1: See you next time.
4: to the back of your knees. A lady never tells.